Breaking the Borderline Stigma. I'm Kristen Nicole. I'm a life coach for highly sensitive women and women with borderline personality disorder, helping you to create a protective emotional skin to learn to love all of you and to let your gorgeous light shine despite the darkness. And by the way, I'm also a highly sensitive person and a BPD conqueror myself. reason I decided to start this podcast is because I have realized how stigmatized borderline personality disorder and being a highly sensitive person is. And quite frankly, I am tired of it. I think that when a lot of people get the diagnosis or feel like they might have BPD or are a highly sensitive person, or as I, as it is referred to HSP, that they almost feel like it's a bit of a death sentence in a way that there's something wrong with them. And I am here to tell you that there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. Part of understanding BPD is understanding where it stems from. And so I'm going to talk about that a little bit in this first episode. And I'm also going to talk about what you can expect from this podcast series, because my goal in this is to really show you that you can not only survive having BPD, but you can absolutely thrive with it. You can thrive in the world being a highly sensitive person. As someone who lived with this condition for years and years and did not understand it and did not even realize that I had it, had it, I am here to tell you that as someone who was constantly angry, constantly hurt, constantly upset and feeling like I was just wrong and something was wrong with me, I'm here to tell you that that is not true, that you can heal from that. I have healed from that and it was a very long road. It's a very long journey mainly because for many, many years, for the bulk of my adult life, for the bulk of my life, I didn't have the right diagnosis. I didn't have the right people listening to me. And I didn't have anybody telling me that I wasn't broken, that there was nothing wrong with me. So let me start from the beginning. BPD is something that is widely misunderstood, widely stigmatized, and I'm tired of that stigma and I'm here to help you break that stigma. It is something that is not understood because I think a lot of times other people think that if you have borderline personality disorder, that you are some sort of evil incarnate and it could not be further from the truth, at least in my opinion. Now, of course, I can only speak from my personal experience because I can't experience someone else's life. You can only experience your own, of course. So all of this is going to be my viewpoints and my experiences, but I'm going to tell it to you in a way that I think will be helpful for you. 
And I want you to know that I am here for you. I am here to help you get through this. And I know that you can, and I know that you can build a life that is absolutely worth living. You don't have to live stuck in those old stories, those old patterns, those old behaviors. So where does BPD come from? Well, here's something that I think is the basis of the starting point of being misunderstood. Borderline personality disorder develops when a person is born with an emotional vulnerability, which is a genetic thing, just like someone is born with brown hair or brown eyes or green eyes or light skin or dark skin. It is something that you have, you, you are just born with. And then you are raised in an invalidating environment. So what does that mean? It means that you essentially had these big feelings, these big emotions that you were affected by little things that most people don't let bother them. Now, is this a bad thing? No, not necessarily, but it's something that a lot of people don't really experience. And so because of that, you were told that you were wrong for feeling that way. And I'm here to tell you that your emotions are not wrong. Your emotions are valid. Your emotions are beautiful. They are part of who you are. They are part of being a human because without them, we would all be robots. But when you're born in, in the, with this emotional vulnerability and you are born in this invalidating environment, you basically have caretakers or parents who have a lack of capacity for understanding those big emotions. And don't get me wrong, that doesn't make them bad people. My parents are wonderful people. They just hadn't encountered someone who had such big emotions. And so they didn't know how to handle it. And I am someone who was, I was born in the early eighties. So I am essentially the first year millennial, or really I'm stuck in that zenial form of being caught in between the millennial and the Gen Xers. And during the 80s and even the 90s, and quite frankly, up until very recently, mental health was not something that was talked about. It's just now starting to get talked about more, I think. And that is absolutely a good thing. But because of that, when it not being talked about at a young age, and my parents not having experienced someone with these big emotions... They didn't know how to approach the situation and that's not their fault. And it's not your fault for having these big emotions. So what BPD really is, it's an emotional regulation disorder. It's basically that you grew up in an environment where you were made to feel like you were wrong for having your feelings, but you didn't stop having those feelings you were just taught that you couldn't express them and you weren't given the language to express them. You weren't given the permission to express them. And so you stuffed them down and you stuffed them down and you stuffed them down until eventually you just explode. Maybe you explode from anger. Maybe it comes out in different ways. Maybe you overspend, but it's going to come out. The thing with emotions is they're is no such thing as ignoring your emotions or avoiding your emotions to manage them. It doesn't work. So 
you're in this invalidating environment and you grow up and you don't know how to manage these emotions. And that's all that BPD is in a nutshell. Of course, there's so much that goes into it. To be diagnosed with BPD, you have to hit five of the nine criteria. Now, that's why the condition actually can look so different for different people, because there are nine different aspects that go into diagnosing someone with borderline personality disorder. And I know that I'm talking a lot about BPD, but part of this is also being an HSP, a highly sensitive person. So maybe you don't have BPD, but you feel like you might, or maybe you've just always been a person person who has been highly sensitive. And I think that this podcast and this information is going to be really helpful for you as well. So I hope that you will turn tune in and listen. And I hope that the advice that I'm going to give will be helpful for you. I know that it will be because being a highly sensitive person is kind of connected to being someone with BPD. And I can also tell you that it took me a while. And I will say by a while, I mean, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm comfortable with saying, yes, I was diagnosed with BPD. And it's because it's so stigmatized. And it's because it's so misunderstood. But I have realized that I have gotten myself to a phenomenal place in terms of my mental health. Does that mean I don't have bad days? No. Of course I do. Everybody does. I wouldn't believe someone if they told me they didn't, (laughs) but I know how to get myself back to regulation, get myself back to a balancing, a balanced point, become more centered. I know how to manage it now. And it was because I finally got the diagnosis that I needed, whether or not it's accurate. And I was telling this to one of my um, potential clients, whether or not it's accurate, it really doesn't matter. It's how do you use it to serve you in a healthy way? Is it that it just gives you language? Is it that it just gives you the ability to understand that you are not alone because you're not? Is it that it just then from there gives you the tools that you need to be able to cope better, to be able to manage your emotions? Because that's really what it is. It's, it's, it's about managing your emotions. Now, I want to say in this podcast, I am going to be as real and as raw with you as possible. And I plan on doing minimal edits. So the only time I would edit things is if there's a long pause or something of that nature. I want to, the reason I have chosen to do a podcast is because I feel like this is where I can be my most real with you and to really let you get to know me and to talk to you in a way that is coming from my most authentic self. Because part of someone who is diagnosed with BPD is, I believe we feel like we cannot show our true selves to the world. And that's understandable. (laughs) The world can be a very harsh and cruel place. And when you lack this emotional covering, one, uh, let me step, step back. The most beautiful way I think I've ever heard this described as BPD is you lack the protective emotional skin to feel comfortable in the world. It's like walking around with third degree burns. You take things much more personally. You take rejection much more harshly. And that is certainly true of me. And what I found is if I'm trying to do a video or if I'm trying to do even just a posting on social media, I don't feel like I can truly be myself. So that is why I'm doing the podcast. 
for you to really be able to see me and to see that you're not alone. So like I said before, the goal with this podcast is to really show you how you can shift out of those old stories, how you can shift out of those old patterns and repeating those old patterns and really get yourself to a good place emotionally and learn to love your life and create a life that you love. And I'm here to help you do that. And I'm also here to help with breaking the stigma around BPD and around being a highly sensitive person. A couple of days ago in a BPD support group that I'm in, I asked, what do you think is the biggest false stigma around BPD? And there were so many amazing, wonderful answers in there. And so because of that, I'm going to address those as these episodes go on. I'm going to address the false stigmas behind it and hopefully create a, a better understanding both for you or for someone who you think may have BPD, maybe your support person, maybe you feel like you haven't, maybe you don't know, or maybe you were diagnosed with it, or maybe you just want to have a better understanding because you are a highly sensitive person and you want to feel comfortable in your own skin. When I started doing some podcast research, I realized that people with BPD are so stigmatized, are so misunderstood, and are essentially essentially demonized for this condition. And that breaks my heart because like I said, it's coming from having an emotional vulnerability, being raised in an invalidating environment. So to me, when you demonize the person with BPD, you are essentially blaming the victim. Now that doesn't mean that people with BPD can't, because of these big emotions, can't get out of hand in terms of how they are speaking to somebody else or reacting to somebody else. And that's not okay either. But I think if we really took the time to try to understand the individual with borderline, that you can make leaps and bounds um, and turn it into a better situation for everybody rather than the, the support person feeling like a victim or playing the victim and the person with BPD playing the victim. So I think it really comes down to trying to understand and trying to understand one another and then emotion management. I also noticed when I searched the words borderline personality disorder, I, I came up with, or what popped up rather were a bunch of things where it was like, oh my gosh, it was so disheartening and terrifying. It makes it sound like the person with BPD has no hope. And that's not true. I got my diagnosis after I had already had two kids. I got my diagnosis uh, about three years ago. And it was after I had already had our second child. And then I started looking into it and I found all this information that talks about how horrible it is having a parent with BPD and how damaged they were from it. And I am not discounting that at all. I'm not saying that those people's um, situations weren't valid, that their feelings weren't, weren't valid because they absolutely were. But as a parent with BPD reading that, it made me feel like, oh my gosh, 
I'm going to be the worst parent in the world. And I didn't find anything that talked about hope, that talked about the ability to really live with this condition and actually come out of this condition. Because since borderline is not something that is a chemical imbalance in your brain, like um, it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with your neurotransmitters. Okay. It is not a chemical imbalance. It is something that is born out of nature and nurture. And because of that, you can actually break the cycle. You can go back after a certain amount of time. I don't know how much time, what I have seen is 10 years after your initial diagnosis and essentially be deemed as being in remission I don't know if it's ever something where it's like, oh, you're cured of BPD, but you can be deemed as being in remission, meaning you don't have the signs and symptoms anymore. So that means that, yes, there is hope. Yes, you can come out of this. No, you don't have to live this chaotic life and you can absolutely create a life and that you love and create the life that you've always dreamed of. So just a quick little background about me. Um, like I said, I was diagnosed about three years ago from the time that I'm recording this. And at first it was a shock. I had always been under the impression that I had anxiety and some mild depression. And through my therapy work, I learned that I had more than mild depression. I did have anxiety and I was high functioning, meaning that if you were to look at me, you wouldn't know that I was having all these internal struggles. So I really had quiet BPD. And when I ran through with my therapist, some of the signs and symptoms of BPD, the different, basically the different nine areas and what those nine areas could look like in your life. I asked her, I said, do you think, so do you think that I, I do have borderline personality disorder? And she said, yeah, I do. I, I, I mean, she didn't say it come out like right away. She said, well, yeah, I do think that you have, you have it. And at first it was like, oh my gosh, this sounds horrible because it sounds like to me, multiple personalities. And that's what I think some people get the impression of that someone with BPD is schizophrenic or they have multiple personalities like in the movie Split. And that's not the case. Again, it's an emotional regulation disorder. So at first there was a little bit of shock. And then as I sat with it, I didn't outwardly say to people, I have BPD, but I told my family, my husband, my parents went to an informational session on BPD and also on DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy. And that is a therapy that was created by a woman who had borderline personality disorder self. And it's very well proven to help people with BPD. Not everybody finds it helpful, but I think a lot of people do. And because I started into this therapy and my husband went to this information session and my parents went into this information session, I started to feel so much more understood and that in and of itself was so helpful, was so healing just to actually feel like I could be seen for who I was and that I didn't have to hide parts of myself anymore. 
And DBT also gave me skills that I needed to be able to manage my emotions and to cope. It gave me the foundation that I needed. And it's all because I was diagnosed with BPD. And the reason the diagnosis even started, the reason I started getting evaluated for BPD was because I wanted to try this DBT therapy. I'd heard about it from my aunt, their therapist. He just, he did not practice it, but he decided he was going to retire. So he recommended me or he referred me over to another therapist in the practice who, um, taught DBT skills. And so when I, and and I knew that I think it was originally developed for people with BPD, but that even people without BPD could benefit. But part of the process was being evaluated for borderline personality disorder. So that was the thing. I hadn't even really heard of it um, until I actually started looking into DBT. And it was, it was scary at first. And it, it did take a long time to really come out and say, yes, I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And like I said, it wasn't until recently. And when I say recently, I mean, within the last several weeks where I realized, you know what, that's it. I'm taking a stand. I am drawing a line in the sand. And I am saying that people with BPD are not bad people. They are beautiful people. They are wonderful people. They have these big emotions and they were never taught how to manage them. And that is not something that we should look down on them for. And that is not something that they should be stigmatized for. So at the risk of going too long, I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope that you will tune in. I would like to know what you think just about this first introductory episode. I look forward to serving you. I look forward to speaking with you and helping you find some clarity and helping you navigate this disorder, whether you are were diagnosed with BPD, whether you are a highly sensitive person, if you, or if you think you may have BPD, or you just know someone who has this or may have it. That is it for me for now. I'm signing off. I will talk to you next time. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like one-to-one support, sign up for a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.